We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to Bring the Juice. Guys, I wanted to give you some of my final thoughts ahead of tomorrow's matchup against the Seattle Seahawks at Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis Colts week number one, trying to pull off a victory for the first time since 2014. But nonetheless, tomorrow the Colts have a good chance to potentially break that streak and end up victorious in week number one and much, much needed. But I wanted to kind of give my thoughts on some of the matchups, some of the injury reports, things of that nature. Won't be too long of a video. I anticipate probably five to ten minutes. We'll see how this goes. I know sometimes I can get off on tangents. So let's go with it. Let's do it. All right. So my first thought, let's start with Carson Wentz. I think we always have to start there. I mean, he's ready to go. He's good to go. We full practice this week. He practiced one day last week on Thursday. So Carson Wentz has only had a couple days of practice here, obviously, after going on the COVID list, after being a close contact. So how does Carson Wentz look with no preseason time and going up against a defense that, you know, a lot of people say Seattle's defense, which rightfully so, 31st last year in the league against the pass. But, you know, we're talking to our guys, uh, Bill and Keith, who we had on. If you haven't checked out that preview, I would encourage you to go check that out. They give a lot of good insight on this Seattle secondary. We know that the Seahawks lost a pretty good corner in Shaquille Griffin this past offseason. But they did say, and I thought this was very interesting, even though Seattle started off really poorly, they actually were really good in the second half of the season on defense. And so they started off as a 32nd defense for the first couple weeks of the season last year, and then they really started turning it up. So my question is, how does Carson Wentz handle the pressure here in week number one? I mean, he's going to be without Eric Fisher and we know how much of a toll that took on him last year, you know, not having the proper protection. Fortunately, he will have Paris Campbell, one of the receivers, but he'll also be without T.Y. Hilton. How does Carson Wentz respond here in week number one? His first game as an Indianapolis Colt, the first time we've ever seen him in, in action against a different team. How does he respond? So I'm really interested in that because I honestly have no idea. I mean, I would think he would do really well considering how bad Seattle's pass defense was last year and they really haven't added anybody of note. I am a little bit nervous of Jamal Adams just because he's such a great safety. He's all over the field. He's probably my biggest concern on the Seattle defense. But overall, I'm just curious how Carson Wentz is going to respond 
after a really terrible season last year, let's just call it what it is, a really poor season last year with Philadelphia. Now that he has that offensive line, he has, you know, four of the five presumed starters for the entire season. And also, you know, he has a good running game. He has some solid receivers. How is he going to respond? I'm really looking forward to that. Also, I'm, I'm curious because Seattle has a really good run defense. We know the Colts notoriously have a really good run defense, but Seattle wasn't too far behind them last year. They finished fifth in the league last year against the run. So, like, are the Colts going to be able to establish the run well? Because, honestly, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want Carson Wentz throwing it 30, 40 times. I just don't. And that's not the Colts' bread and butter, right? They like to run the ball, you know, get it with play action. That's how they were successful last year down the stretch. They were able to run the ball really, really effectively. And when they were able to do that, it opened up this passing offense a little more. I think Carson Wentz can contribute very well to the ground attack with his legs, something that Phillip Rivers couldn't do last year. But how do the Colts running back stack up against the Seattle defense that's really good against the run? Will they be able to find some creases? Will they be able to give Carson Wentz the support so the Colts aren't one-dimensional passing the ball 40, 50 times? That's a big question mark for me, especially with Julian Davenport at left tackle. How well is he going to be able to help open up running lanes for these Colts running backs and obviously Carson Wentz as well? And will they will they be able to protect Carson Wentz also? I'm kind of curious on that because Seattle has some, some decent pass rushers there, especially on the edge. So will the Colts be able to potentially protect him? How much will Julian Davenport need help? I'm kind of curious about that. Because he's looked solid, but he hasn't looked spectacular. He's looked better than any of the other tackles the Colts had brought in, especially, and even brought back. So how did the tackle situation play out there at left tackle? Will the Colts need to help Julian Davenport quite a bit? Or will he be able to hold his own for maybe week one, maybe even week two? We'll see what happens with the Fisher injury. And my biggest question, though, my biggest fear here in this game is that Seattle passing attack. I mean, especially without Xavier Woods. I was already nervous enough. With Xavier Rhodes, I'm even more nervous now that Xavier Rhodes is out of this game, right? The Colts are going to have to get consistent pressure on Russell Wilson if they want a shot at slowing down the Seattle offense. I mean, they have two really, really good receivers. They added a receiver, Dwayne Eskridge, in the draft. They added a tight end, Gerald Everett. So this passing attack could presumably do really, really well against the Colts. I mean, that was the Colts' Achilles heel last year was that pass defense. The run defense was stellar. They were stout the entire season. Pass defense started off really good. Down the stretch, they kind of got burned a lot. So I'm kind of nervous about that, honestly. But if the Colts, this is what I'm going to say, though. If the Colts can get pressure on Russell Wilson, if they can make him uncomfortable early, if they can get the Seahawks out of rhythm, they have a really good shot at You can never stop, fully stop Russell Wilson or the Seattle offense. But if they can do things, create turnovers, give the offense more of a shot, Right. If they can do those things, I'm not concerned about Carson or this running game. I'm more concerned just about the passing attack. If they can get pressure, but right? if Quiddy Pay can do some work on Dwayne Brown, which is hard because Dwayne Brown is a fantastic tackle. But if some of these defensive linemen without Kamoko Ture, they can start getting pressure consistently on Russell Wilson. I think the Colts have a really, really good shot in this game. That's a big if because Russell Wilson is really, really elusive in the pocket. He's hard to bring down. He's one of those quarterbacks you don't want to play against week in and week out because he can make you look very silly in an instant. I saw a play from Russell Wilson. I actually saw earlier today where he literally just escaped the pocket, very Andrew Luck-like. He escaped the pocket, avoided defenders, and ran for a first down. You can't allow him to do those things, right? You can't allow him outside the pocket because that's when he makes those incredible plays. Keep him in the pocket, 
and make him beat you throwing the ball. Make him beat you not on the run, not doing these crazy plays. If the Colts can do that, I feel really confident in their chances. And also, I want to see the other corners. How are they going to step up? Rock's going to be your number one corner now. Okay, a little bit concerning. Colts do play a lot of zones, so it won't be like he's matched up on DK Metcalf all the time. But Rock's going to have to show out this game. And, and some other guys, TJ Carey, you know, Isaiah Rogers, Bo Peep Keys, some of these guys that not a whole lot of people talked about, they're going to have to step it up in this game. They're going to have to for the Colts to have a really good chance at slowing down this passing attack. Obviously, the secondary is just as a whole, including the safeties, they're going to have to be on their A game to stop this really prolific passing attack for Seattle. You know, statistically last year, they weren't great. I think they were like somewhere right in the middle, but they are so, so efficient. They were so efficient in the red zone. So even if, so say even though, even if Seattle does have a lot of passing yards, if the Colts can be efficient in the red zone, the Colts were really good stopping the red zone last year. If they can just hold Seattle to three points a lot of times, that can be the, the difference of this game, I think. If the Colts can play that bend-don't-break defense, right? I think that could be a really, really good chance for them to pull this game out. I really do. So, I don't know, guys. Those are kind of my thoughts here on this Seattle game. Some of the big matchups I'm watching here, those are the things I think of personally. I may have missed a thing or two. Let me know what you guys think, but it's going to be a fun game, guys. I'm going to actually be live-streaming the game because Derek's going to be at the game. I'm pretty jealous of that. I think he's taking his brother to that game. So, hey, he said he will be wearing his uh, Got Juice shirt. It's got the little podcast logo on it. It says Got Juice on it. So if you guys see him, anybody that's tailgating, say hi to him. Make him feel welcome. Make him and his brother feel welcome. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. It's going to be a fun one. So excited that football is finally back. Thank the heavens that football is finally back. Take care, guys. As always, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.